Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. Great to be here practicing again, isn't it? Oh, it's it's the very best. It is the, it very, is best. the very best. And I have an announcement here. All right. If you're already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. And for a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders today, Sherry. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry today, please press star six and then one. And conversation on one topic in about five minutes is great. Mm-hmm. All righty, ready to go, Sherry? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hey, um, can you hear me? Yes. Who's oh, this? hey, it's, it's Anne. It's who? Anne. It's been a long time since I've called in, but it's Anne in New York City, Manhattan. Hi, Anne. Anne in New York City. Well, good. Oh, hi. I'm oh, um, so grateful. It's um, haven't been listening in a while and wanted to join in. Um, let's see. Uh, what am I looking at? I am. I'm looking at how fulfilling my life is right now and how I'm wondering if perhaps this is egocentric karmic self-hate trying to jump in when I'm in conversation with others and I feel misunderstood and I want to keep trying to explain myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. so you're in a conversation... Yes. And uh, the other person doesn't seem to be getting what you're saying. Yes. And you feel, might we say, compelled to continue to go over it again and again in the hopes that they will, is it you hope they'll understand you or you hope they'll agree with you? I'm, I'm hoping they'll understand what I'm saying. Like, I... Mm, I feel misunderstood and uh-huh. from what I'm hearing them say to me. What so can you give believe. an example, Anne? Sure, can, yeah. Can you, yeah. Um, okay. I was out to dinner with some friends, which I haven't done in a really long time, and we were discussing about this one person who to me seemed very, very stuck in repeating a phrase repeatedly about a certain kind of person. And it felt like the, per- the, the other person was just angry and not pointing to the anger that just wanted to keep using labels about a person. And uh-huh. I felt 
connected and I kind of left the conversation and I caught myself and I came back to the conversation and then after the whole conversation because this was a new person I was meeting my friends asked me what I felt about this person and I said it seemed she was very stuck in labeling a person and that she was just very angry. And then my friends pointed to that, well, yeah, she was angry. Of course she was angry. Maybe you should feel grateful that she, as the first time meeting you, felt open to be sharing anger. And I was like, hmm. And I felt misunderstood. I didn't continue because I was like, oh, okay. But, okay, and, and so what, what was the misunderstanding? How did you feel misunderstood in that? How did I feel misunderstood? Good question. That, oh, that I should change. I felt that she was saying, my friend was saying to me, you should change your mind. You should be glad that she was sharing anger with you at the table after just meeting you. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. how I heard and I was, And I was like, uh-huh. well, I had, I was like, not... You didn't hear it as, well, here's another perspective. Uh, You know, here's another possibility that could be going on. You felt like she was uh, not understanding you. Yes. Misunderstanding you and therefore, uh uh-huh. Criticizing me, so. (laughs) Maybe. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and so when, when, when we kind of break it down like this. Yeah. If. If she was just offering another possibility, well, guys, she must have felt really comfortable with you that she was able to express herself that way, just meeting you. That's actually quite a compliment. (laughs) Okay. And now here I wanted to totally disregard it to you because I'm like, yeah, but she was just using this very disrespectful phrase to talk about this other person. Maybe I was upset about this disrespectful phrase that the other person uh-huh. shows. And perhaps that is uh-huh. what I was feeling I didn't like. Uh-huh. And so Anne, mm, in situations yeah. like that, do you do, do you do you ever re- reflect or you know ask questions or that that sort of thing? In the record and listen to myself, you mean? Or to No, the no, with, with with your with your friend. Well, she's would, also would you... a new friend to me, so I I don't I would hmm. is that an option? Oh, absolutely. Because, <laughs> especially go. with a new friend, especially with a new friend, okay. right? Because we don't really know yeah. uh, when we're when people are new to us, we don't actually know what's motivating them. I mean, uh, she yeah. could have just she truly could have been giving you a compliment. Uh, uh, you know that here was somebody who just met you and was so comfortable around you that she was able to be really upset and feel safe in in expressing that um and so perhaps perhaps with a little clarifying you would have you would have heard that rather than Mm -hmm. you feeling misunderstood and and criticized yeah Mm, so that's my ego jumping in there because that's well yeah of course those egos you know they don't typically belong to the us. one she jumps on okay thank yeah, you but that yeah but <laughs> ego definitely 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 
is always looking for a way to make trouble. Yeah. For always. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Know? That's his yeah. job. That's his job. Uh, it, yes, it, yeah, it likes to grab the attention and make problems and something wrong and all of those kinds of things. So could you reflect back to me how I could approach it next time? Could I, I well, would like to course, sit be still and listen to you. <laughs> well, it, it, the, the next time, of course, it will be a whole new thing. Oh, for sure. uh, but with, with, with that kind of uh, facilitation, you mm-hmm. would you would listen you would hear what you heard mm-hmm. okay and mm-hmm. then you might say so do you are you saying that blah 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 and then hear what the other person says and you just because you you probably don't want to reflect that that's uh you know uh just because that's kind of tricky in a yeah. situation like that but to keep asking questions until it feels like you're clear about what your friend is actually saying. So she says, well, you know, she she seemed to be really comfortable with you. I mean, she was able to say all that negative mm-hmm. stuff and not feel like you're going to judge her or criticize her or jump on her. And then you could just say, oh, well, that's great. And but she might say something like, um, well, I I don't I don't see why you would get so upset about that. Mm-hmm. And then you you would want to go in that direction. So so are you saying that it, it 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 like for instance you wouldn't be upset if somebody was just venting and using uh, that um, disrespectful language that that you would be all right with that and just see what your friend has to say. She might say, well, uh, you know, it's none of my business, really. But, you know, I mean, that's how she feels, and that's what she's saying, and I don't have to take it on. I don't have to agree with her. I don't have to disagree with her. You know, all she's doing is talking about herself. So then you get a little more information about your friend. Well, perhaps that's what was what you just pointed to there about the the type of language that was used to describe a person offended me. Yes. Yes. Because I Which found is it really And that's a, I understand if you're at, well, anyway. Um well, I'm going but off. Anne, that's yeah. that's really helpful. No, that's really helpful. Yeah. That it yeah. Because okay, yeah, then, so I can yeah. be clearer next time saying, well, I found that this Yeah, that was really upsetting to me. me. Yeah, and then your friend might say, mm-hmm. "Oh, really?" Well, what is what is so you know what 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 do you find so upsetting about that? Because very often you know <laughs> people are conditioned in really different ways, and so yeah, what what is upsetting or offensive to one person, you know another person wouldn't even hear it, wouldn't even it wouldn't even flag them. And again, right. that's just really interesting to see about one. It's not who's right and who's wrong. It's mm-hmm, just really mm-hmm. interesting to see, oh, well, yeah, no wonder the world's in the condition it's in. <laughs> Every one of us sees things from our own perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Don't be a stranger. Let us know how I'm, it goes. I am not. I'm here. I, I will be here. Very thank good. You. Thank we'll you. Look for, forward to it. Thank, thank you for you, Anne. being here. Thank you. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank it's you, Michael. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what we do, Anne. Yeah. Thank goodness. The All universe right. has you doing what you do. 
Oh, yeah. good. All right. Good night. Good night. Anne, I'm unable to mute you. The oh, way okay. You were, so if you could mute yourself, I'd appreciate that. Sure. Um, hey, you may need to call back in. That might be the easiest way. Okay, to bye. You. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Sherry, I found that conversation fascinating. Just when I consider the different crazy beliefs that are in my head and what I believe about yeah. how things should be and what that means and... Uh, it's all very fascinating as you were talking. It about. really is. And you know, Michael, it would be wonderful if we uh, were encouraged in this direction in grammar school. Yes. Right? To, to just realize, but there are so few people on this planet who don't realize there's nothing wrong. <laughs> and so in a world of right and wrong, then that's the way the conditioning is going to go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we have another caller here, Sherry. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Bob in San Francisco. Hi, Bob. Bob? What's going uh, on? <laughs> well, you know, I got the COVID, like a lot of the world, and um, yeah, it's, it's been a great training. <laughs> I mean, for uh -huh. one, I should say, I, should say I, I got it for someone who's really kind of suffering from it, and I'm now mm. in day four or five since I tested positive, and I feel better than I got than I was before I got COVID. So I've been lucky, very fortunate. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And yet, you know, because of the way we are right now, I mean, I've basically been living inside of a room for, you know, eight, nine days now, uh, and it's just... I don't know. It's kind of like there's been so much good training around, like you know, you know what conditioning, what problems conditioning has with me accepting help, right, or uh -huh. being more fortunate than someone else, or you know, being luckier than someone else. Yeah, boy, boy, and that that's just oh, those are such good points. <laughs> uh, so for the first thing that I'm grateful for is you making that point. Because it does seem that much of this country, at least, I don't know about the rest of the world, has an attitude of, oh, it's like a bad cold. And then when you see somebody who's, who, who is not having a bad cold experience, they are really sick. And there's yeah. the, the, all the fear that goes with it of, okay, well, that's great. And what else is it doing to me? And when is it, you know, all, all of those kinds of things. So, so just right there that yeah it's wonderful to be one of the people who gets it and nothing happens and that doesn't mean that we don't need to take it seriously the way you are so um, yeah so you're, you're positive even though you don't have any symptoms that doesn't mean you couldn't give it to 12 other people if you weren't exactly. being really mindful and and respectful so yay and then <laughs> uh, those other points that um, how difficult it is to accept help um, when we're used to being able to do everything ourselves and be independent and that sort of thing. Um, and then, yeah, the guilt of uh, some, watching somebody else, knowing that somebody else is suffering in a way that you're not suffering with the same condition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And, and you're stuck there just uh, kind of simmering in it all, right? Because you can't even go out and distract yourself. <laughs> well, that's been good, right? Because I have two choices yeah. there. I, I can either practice with it or I can suffer in it, right, in the simmering. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, because as I practice with it, what I keep reflecting on is, is like, you know, I, I, I don't feel um, – I, I, I'm I'm very happy, you know, <laughs> when I look to it, right? Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm fortunate. I'm uh, I'm stuck in a room, but so what? You know, I, I have resources. Uh-huh. I have supports. Yeah. I have all these things, you know. And you know the the thing. Yeah. So then, Kirsten goes to the next thing, which is like, well, you have this close friend who's really suffering, and you cannot help them. And that's you know, so much of the identity is tied up in like you know being someone who supports other people. And so I get to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes to all of that. And it's, a, <laughs> of course, we, you know, we talk about this in practice a lot, um, and we can sound kind of Pollyanna-ish, uh, you know, that it's all a workshop. It's wonderful practice. It's wonderful training. And these kinds of situations, although we try to avoid them with everything in us, when we're willing to practice with them, we realize how much there is to see in the very situations that we work so hard to avoid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and for me, what it often comes down to is being in communication internally with the mentor and externally with the people in my life because when I don't do those two things, I'm... I, I'm just hold away with conditioning to process it all. Oh, processing quotes. And what, <laughs> yeah, what an awful practice, buddy. Right? Exactly. Just, uh, it's back to the previous conversation, right? There's just no way that it's going to go well. Because yeah. you're wrong, they're wrong. You're wrong, they're wrong. You're wrong, they're wrong. It's just that's, that's ego's approach to life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and just feeling just super supported by practice one by Michael choosing to put me in the, you know talk me out of the click queue, um, and then like I'm I'm in the keeping commitments buddies program this this quarter and you know there was that move to like I can watch this drop this like I, I don't I don't need to do this while I'm hold up you know with COVID right and. And it's like, well, no, because my, my commitment actually, it's, it's funny thing is my commitment is actually to take care of this body, this quarter yes. before I got COVID. That was my commitment. It's like, well, how perfect is that? <laughs> I just need to change oh my, my gosh. specifics around that are. Oh, wow. That is perfect, isn't it? So there's the commitment yeah. to take care of the body. You get COVID and, and what ego would say is, well, you, you don't, I mean, you don't need to do that now because, it's not how can you take care of your body if you're stuck in this room with COVID? Well, <laughs> what better time? Yeah, which to me points like why you know ego always wants to make it about content and doing things because if I leave it in content, mm-hmm. it's like well there there were things I was going to do around that commitment, some which I can't do right now, and it's like mm-hmm. well why? I mean. <laughs> all made up, right? Uh-huh. It's my choice about what to do. It's not ego's choice. And so I can uh-huh. just adjust them and then and then, you know, actually attend to this this body as it needs to be right now, which is really the overall goal anyway. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a what now, isn't it? Because, yeah. again, if we turn to conditioned mind, well, it's obvious. I mean, you have, you have COVID. You, you, you have to quarantine. You're stuck in a room. What can you do to take care of yourself? Nothing. Right? Uh, walk around pace. That's it. Um, but when we turn to life and say, okay, well, then what are my options? It's amazing how many things can appear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think the last thing I'd say is, like, it's just, um, uh, I don't know, there's just something just very kind of touching about it all to me, like, to be have practiced for this long and then to not have to essentially fight and struggle to connect with the mentor for that guidance mm-hmm. or to make a call mm-hmm. or to do my commitments. Mm-hmm. It's just um, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And I owe it all the practice in you. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. And again, you know, we say regularly, these are the times that we practice for. Um, mm-hmm. And then to, to have it really happen and to, to know, because we do. We can, we can look at another time in our lives and know what it, this kind of event would have been like, right? And mm-hmm. it's not like that now. And all, all we can do is say thank you. Thank you for, 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 yes, for the practice, and thank you for the opportunity to see that, to realize that. Mm-hmm. Because being symptom-free with COVID is one thing, and we could hope that that's the worst that ever happens to you, right? But the odds are good that that's not the case because we all do have yeah. to get out of here one way or another, Right, and so just to know that the the practice that you're doing is really there to support you in difficult times mm-hmm. makes us yeah. want to do more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, and also, you know, Bob, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, say say that, and then I want to I want to add something too. Go ahead. Well, it just it also puts me in that place of that we look at practice a lot. You know, what's most compassionate for all. And and that really that just I mean there's there's always a clear answer to that from from life. Yes, yes, which is very close to what I wanted to comment on, uh, which is the attitude that you bring to this. So instead of falling into a place of guilt and uh, feeling bad and all of that because you're healthy, your friend isn't, uh, you know, it, it, and becoming part of the problem. <laughs> something else that your friend has to deal with, your guilt, your uh, whatever upset that, you know, because that's so easy for us to fall into if we're not paying attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So that my teacher would call that a social relief. So there's yeah, one was, thing people yeah. don't have to worry about, me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you yeah. so much. Stay healthy, huh? Well. All right. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for joining us, Bob. And Sherry, I can relate to all of that. I'm having every bit of it, huh, Michael? COVID experiment as well. And yeah, it's it is great to have practiced for many years, and uh, it's it becomes the now experience, you know. So. Um, yeah. 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 It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and are, are you still be, are you still quarantining, or where where are you in the process? I am near the end of that. Yeah, end of that quarantine okay. process. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, okay. 
And everybody around you is okay? Well, I'm I'm on another coast right now, so I'm in an empty house, which makes that quarantine. Yeah, lot. everybody around you is just <laughs> fine then, huh? <laughs> Nobody here, just me. Yeah. Yeah, just you. Wow. Well, that's kind of a blessing too, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Mm. And Sherry, we're going to go to our uh, good news update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. Okay. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. And Jen, I'll turn it over to you for a good news update. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Jen, who is here to speak with us about her experience of spreading the word for July. July. Welcome, Jen. Hi, Jen. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for being with us. Um, so I want to start by saying I know we have talked about No by July um, in the various forums, and um, the website is fabulous. I think I can't remember what forum Sherry was talking about that, but and I saw the website at that point, and I think it's even, if that's possible, even better now. And I feel like it really beautifully and simply explains the premise behind No by July. So I hope folks will go and check that out. And I know, Jen, that you have been part of that process of stewarding this, creating this, putting this out in the world, and in particular that you've had some fun with spreading the word with folks in your life. And so we thought it would be fun to talk to you about how you're going about doing that and what you're seeing in that process. Yeah, for sure. And and just to say, I mean, I, I did like nothing in terms of the making that beautiful website. So I, I can do the thing that Sherry will often say of like, yes, it is a glorious website. And those people exactly. created it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's yeah. like no credit. <laughs> exactly. No no credit whatsoever. And, and I do hope people, as, as you say, will go, you know, if, if people are looking for themselves, if there's an interest to want to, um, you know, participate with it individually, right, but then also maybe share it um, because it's continuing to evolve too. And I'll, I'll, maybe I'll say a little bit about that, but there's, you know, more more unfolding as as always, I guess, with everything. <laughs> so keep, keep checking it out. And the Instagram page associated with that is reflecting that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's so much more that I want want to share. Oh, sorry, Jen, were you gonna? Well, only th- and maybe you're gonna head there too. But I'm just re- I'm just realizing, Jen, that it's possible there are folks who don't have any background on it. So maybe as you begin, kind of just a little thumbnail on what No by July is. Yeah, and and even it's so it's No hyphen by. TysonJuly.org, in case anybody you know hasn't hasn't had a chance to check out that out. Um, but yeah, so you know, it it came from there was that wonderful a possibility um, email a little while back now from from Sherry pointing to so you know inspired really by gun violence and looking at in particular you know some of the the terrible, horrendous things that had happened most recently um, and, and really looking at, you know, how as awareness practitioners we um, can participate in uh, the way that I keep looking, you know, keep feeling like it comes around is how can we help to create the kind of world that we want to see 
Um, and I think that as it's evolving, it's, it's continuing to be that, that, um, you know, it's going to go past July. <laughs> I think there was a statement, mm-hmm. you know, as long as, as long as it takes, right, we're, we're in this for anybody yeah. who wants it to yeah. be. <laughs> um, you know, so even though it's called No by July, to continue to participate, but really to look at, so, it, you know, maybe starting with gun violence, but who knows, it might also be, you know, how can I help, um, you know, to see the, the kindness and, and the care for the planet that I might want to see, that all of these things are so interconnected. And, and the basic idea with the possibility was, um, can we all stop <laughs> just running around and, and being in conditioned mind and especially just buying things without really looking at how um, that constant buying stuff and, and, you know, where is that coming from in, in us and, and what is that actually supporting? Like, is that supporting the kind of world that we want to see. Um, so anyway, you know, that, that's the basic, I think, kind of idea of it, and it's definitely continuing on for people who want to keep participating. Um, so in sharing it, you know, it feels like it's been like everything in, in practice. I mean, just kind of a like, yes, I'm absolutely in. I don't know that I really get it. Like I, you know, doesn't, doesn't get it. Like so many things in practice, but like I know I'm going to see more and I'm going to say yes and I'm going to, you know, just keep seeing more as I, so that's kind of been the attitude of mine for me of like, I don't even know if I totally, you know, get this, um, these connections, but seeing more as I go in the sharing, um, right? So starting to talk to, family and friends, and then for me, I have a, a, like an email list of people who are connected to my, my business, and so, you know, putting together an email of what I was seeing around that um, was so helpful because it forced me to get clear about, wait, what is this, and, and what am I saying, and especially, I love the piece that it keeps going back to, um, you know, that, that this feels so different to me because so much of what it feels like is in the culture about how we could maybe make, you know, support the world to be the kind and loving place that we might want it to be is we need to blame other people and figure out who's, who's bad and wrong and how we get rid of them or we hate them, you know, and this isn't anything about that. It really keeps going back to us, you know, it's how, wow, you know, what, what am I doing, you know, that, is, is perpetuating um, these things that I would really like to shift in my financial decisions, but in everything that I do. And so kind of getting clear enough to say something like that and then be able to, to email it out to people and talk to people about it is where I've been starting. And that's so lovely, Jen, because you said a couple things that seem so key, that it's sort of that if you want to really learn something, then teach it. <laughs> you know, so it's sort of that place of, in order for you to send out that invitation to folks in your life to participate and look at this, that really was an invitation, it sounds like, to yourself to get clear on it. And there's always, as that happens, at least in my experience, there's a deeper um, commitment to it. And it, we get more and more connected to, that's right, I want to do this. This inspires me. This is what I actually want. And so that yeah. really helps to keep it on the want list instead of the should list. And that it also sounds like as you're putting this out to people in your life, that it's, it's almost like it becomes a, a dialogue in a sense where it's a collaboration with people in your life, right? You're not just saying, hey, will you do this thing? But it becomes a way to communicate what you care about, hear back what they're seeing about it, 
and even sort of collaborate together on something that feels really important because that's what it's going to take, right? If there's going to be this change, it's going to be all of us in it together. Exactly, and and that um, and that it's possible and it's doable. I mean, that's been something that keeps yeah. standing yeah. out for me so much too. The more that I I do get clear or I have a conversation, so it's been you know it's been really neat that you know some people would would come back with with questions and and that was so helpful and clarifying for me. Or you know maybe like oh yeah that sounds interesting. I want to do that. Or well wait you know does this mean no by July that I can't support a small business that I love. I mean, I don't want to tell my small business friend, like, hey, I'm doing no by July. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. And that, you know, as we're, as we're looking at all this, it's been clarifying to see, well, actually, that's not what, what, you know, at least my understanding of it is, it's really to look at absolutely support the, the, uh, the types of businesses and, uh, and nonprofits and, and everything that you want to see and, you know, and there's so many places, too, you know, do you need to, to buy this or that? But, you know, it's been fun, actually, to look at maybe I don't spend dollars at a place that, you know, maybe doesn't pay good wages for people. So it's not really creating the kind of, you know, justice and love and kindness that I want to see in the world. So if I don't spend that there, I can go and give it to a charity or I can go and spend it at the local market that, you know, gives yeah. a portion of every proceed to this cool thing in the, you know, whatever, and they pay yeah. great wages and they get everything low. You know, it's just been really fun to start looking at those places and then to talk to people about that with the questions and definitely not to yeah. be in some, like, you know, uh, judgy or, or self-righteous place exactly. to be like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's so, we don't want to feel bad. There's so much to see, huh? And, like, yeah. have those discussions with yeah. people, like, I don't know either. I've been learning so much, and it's amazing, and yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jen, as you're talking, I just here's one of the big things I've seen in this process is so many conversations that Sherry has had, especially with parents on open air over the years, where they talk about that place of being transparent in our process. Yeah. So yeah. there's the little kid doesn't, you know, she she's my four-year-old daughter and she doesn't want to put her boots on and I am, you know, want to scream at the top of my lungs because <laughs> we need to get in the car, we're going to be late for this thing. And that opportunity instead to be transparent about what's going on with me and, and say that out loud. And I think there's so much room for a tremendous gift to, to I'm fighting for myself, for the people around us, when we do that with something like this. Because none of us has all the answers. None of us knows the cool answer because the answer is not, never in the content. But that process of being in that, what you're talking about of, well, I know what values are really important to me, and I, be, I have a growing understanding that my finances are a way that I'm constantly voting. Every single time I'm spending money, I'm voting for something. Then it's this, this open dialogue, this process of looking at, gosh, well, okay, oh, this, and how about that? Wow, I never thought about that. And that we begin to learn from the people around us, and it's a very open way to be with each other as we all explore this. It, exactly, yeah. It, it, that, it, it felt really good to, to share it with people, like, from that place. Um, I mean, definitely, you know, the, the voices, of course, you know, always – 
there, you know, when I was getting ready to kind of push send on sending it out to, you know, a whole bunch of people and, you know, whatever, you know, there was kind of a, you know, thing from the voices, but, but it felt, you know, but that was like, that's fine because this in my heart is absolutely, I know what I want to do. So that's fine. The voices can do whatever and I'm going to do this. But, but coming, it like, it feels really good. Like one more place to, to be in more kind of authentic heart conversations with people. Like, I, I project there's a lot of, you know, anger and stress and fear with, you know, political situations and all the things that are, are going on and people are, are talking about it. And, and I don't really want to be in those conversations of, you know, yeah, and boy, that person's such a jerk. And, I'll, you know, but I get it. Like, I, I think there's kind of a lot of energy and we don't know where to go with it sometimes. So this feels really lovely that it's like, hey, here's a place to potentially go. Like, there's no... You know, I'm not like judging you if you don't want to do this. I just want to invite you into this because I'm finding it really empowering for me to have a place that I don't go to just despair, you know, that the, the planet is on a trajectory to whatever. Like I feel like, okay, there's actually something empowering and, and life-affirming that we can focus on and, and put our energy into. And it's really nice to talk to people about that, I think. So, yeah. It is. It so is, John. It so is, and I, I realize we do need to um, wrap it up, but I do so much. I know, exactly. I, I mean, really, there's so much in it, and so I want, um, as you were talking, I was remembering how much I love the FAQs on the No By July site, because yeah. it speaks to so yeah. much of what you said, and I really hope people won't make assumptions about sort of I know, for example, when I've talked to people about it, there can be, I sense, a sense of like, yeah, I do really care, but oh, I can't really even stick my toe in that water because I'm going to basically drown in self-hatred. I mean, people don't say it in that way, but I don't want to yeah. deal with not you know, buying the things I really want to buy, and I don't want to deal with what would happen to my survival, my distractions if I had to. But I think if you, when people visit the site, I've sent the site to so many people, because I think the site so beautifully describes it, and those FAQs speak right to some of the things you were saying, like, well, won't it hurt small businesses if I'm not supporting them? And so it speaks to so much of that. And the other, well, there's beautiful inspirational quotes. And the other thing on the site that I love so much is there are do's and don'ts. And um, yeah. some of the don'ts are just, I just wanted to read a couple of them. Don't twist yourself up in knots or overthink it. Yeah. Do your best, and don't quit and have fun. And so I hope people will not make assumptions about what it is and what it isn't and just give yourself the opportunity to just explore it and see if it calls to you in the way that it does some folks. So. Exactly. So, Jen, no thank you so much for being here. Wrong. Just an yes, no self-hate. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Jen. That is yeah, the number one so thing we are not participating with. We're not buying any self-hate. Exactly, Ever. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Thanks for being with us. And Michael, we'll turn it back over to you and Sherry. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen. And thank you, Jen. And welcome back to Open Air. And I heard a lot of enthusiasm in that conversation, Sherry. Yeah, and, and uh, growing clarity. It's wonderful. Um, so an example of uh, one of the things Jen was pointing at that early on somebody was talking about this to one of their relatives who said, 
does this mean I can't pay the woman to clean my house any longer? And we were laughing and said, no, double her pay. That, that's where you want the money to go, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not, that, it's not that we're, you know, it's not a doing without. It's just a, a really looking at, as, as Jen was saying, um, you know, how can, I, how can I spend the money I'm going to spend? Because we, we need to spend money. So how can I spend it in a way that's really going to um, help the people that I want to help and not just add uh, kind of mindlessly to giant coffers. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we have another caller here, Sherry. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry and Michael. This is Margaret. Hi, Margaret. Oh, Margaret. Hi. What's um, going on? Well, um, a lot is going on, and um, I love that that website, the No Buy July, and I love. I do. I have just have to say, just give a shout out to that um, that song and dance on it, which is so hilarious to me. <laughs> I love that. I have to see that every time I go to the website. So. Um, <laughs> And maybe in a way, what I was gonna, what I've been looking at a little bit is is kind of related to some of the decisions. Um, it, it's what I've been looking at. I just love this poem by Rumi that was shared in the annual um, workshop about stop acting so small. You are the universe mm-hmm. in ecstatic motion, mm-hmm. and that just. Um, what what happens for me and what happened for me that struck me so much when I read it was how I know that's just like the core of my authentic self is that I'm not small. I, it's like I wouldn't mm-hmm. even occur to me that I'm mm-hmm. that. And, and, and yet there's, there's, you know, just like in one of the, I think the week before this week, there was, discussion about um, how we're being pulled by our heart more and we recognize that pull to the heart. And mm-hmm. to me, this is, is sort of like um, just finally getting it that I can step away from conditioning's pull or that karmic pull that, oh, mm-hmm. I'm that small person. I can't do that. I can't say yes to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I have to worry about what other people think. And I have to live my life to please them, whoever them are. Yeah, yeah. I, I have mm-hmm. to be small somehow, and yeah, um, yeah. And I'm like, it seems like everything I've practiced in, you know, like when I was working, and people would ask me to do something I had never done before. <laughs> I wanted more than anything to say, uh, no, thank you. I. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks awfully. Thanks awfully, but I'm going to pass on that, okay? And of course, that's not acceptable. And so you go ahead and do it. And Mm -hmm. and there were these options that gifts to me, where it was really clear from the person asking that this really needed to be done. And they weren't actually asking, right? (laughs) No, they weren't actually. 
well, I yeah. could have said no, but I wouldn't have. I really wouldn't have wanted to say no. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and I learned so much from all of those experiences, and and now it's like there's a a bigger thread connecting me to that awareness. You know, conditioning has kind of been. Maybe it's the wheel of karma has been turned a little or something in the, I don't know what it is, but it just feels like I'm much more aware of what that is than I'm, um, how I want to participate in life. Yeah. You know, uh, a couple of things that uh, I think about as I listen to you, Margaret. Uh, One of them is uh, something I read somewhere at some point that made the point that when little kids are little, Mm-hmm. Uh, boys and girls, it, it, it doesn't matter who's boy and who's girl, right? And then you go through mm-hmm. all this, <laughs> all these years where it really matters who's a boy and who's a girl. And then when people get old, it no longer matters who's a boy and who's a girl. And yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of like that, right? I mean, when when we're little. Uh, you know, you, you're around a little kid and they start running and, and as far as they can tell, they're the fastest person running who's ever run. Because <laughs> that's the fastest they've ever run and that's the only experience they have. Then we start in with comparison and pointing out to them how they're not that fast and they're not that, you know, and finally we lose confidence in ourselves and we start looking to other people to tell us uh, who we are and, and what we ought to do and that sort of thing. And then after a while in life, especially with some practice under our belts, we get to the point of saying, oh, yeah, why? Why? The old joke about this isn't a dress rehearsal. You know, we're going to be dead. We're going to be dead forever. And so, um, you know, if there's something I want to do, now would be the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And who cares what yeah. anybody else thinks? <laughs> you care what you think, right? You care what you think yeah. about you and what you think about what you do. Right. And and I yeah, um and somehow contribution, you know, the word contribution comes in too. It's like mm-hmm. you know, I I recognize it's not that I'm I'm going to look at the fear that's there. I'm looking at the potential to contribute something, yes. you know, more than yes. I'm at the Yeah. Yes. They, it, again, like, these kind of uh, trite uh, things that, or they become that way because they're so true. You're the only Margaret that has ever existed or that ever will exist. So you're the only one who can make the contribution that Margaret can make. And of course, most of us are stopped from making the only contribution we can make in exactly the way that you're talking about. Yeah, Wow. That's really helpful to hear that always, probably. <laughs> that you're the only one unique you that can do what yeah. you're going to Who's do. Who's ever, ever, ever going to exist on this planet. So what's the, you know, people talk about making a mark. Well, you know, I think that that's probably like, you know, drawing in the sand <laughs> right before the tide comes in. But it... it, it that that's not the point, you know. It's not that you're going to end world hunger or uh, get voted the most important person who's ever 
lived. That that's not it. The contribution that we each make is uh, what we say cumulative. You know, we each do whatever is the best that we can do, and together we can do some pretty big, big good. Yes, yes, it's possible. It's definitely mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, I, I just I love the um, the website, the No by July, just for that reason because it it does feel like we can we can set mm. aside what what we thought was the way we wanted to live or we, we just were in automatic pilot in life and actually mm-hmm. be mindful of all these things yes. that would be so helpful yes. to our communities and our yeah. Yes. And you know, Margaret, uh, one of the things that has been so important to me about this, and, and, and the folks who are involved in this are, are doing a wonderful job of making it clear, okay? because it's not about deprivation. Now, as, as somebody who is as engaged in awareness practice as I am, you know, I watch the choices that people make in their lives. And what, what I want for the person is to answer the question, how is this going to give you what you want? Because, mm. because we don't. That's, a, that's another one of those things that we have not been allowed to learn. Okay, so I'm going to do this thing, and, and the reason that I'm going to do it is because all of this uh, unexamined stuff in me says, It'll somehow give me something. It'll make me happy. It'll deliver something that I want. Well, what is that? What is that? Well, I'm going to suggest that what everybody wants is to be happy. Okay? Mm -hmm. So is this really going to make you happy? Because the first thing you're going to want to do is is learn how to be happy. Because once you can be happy, you can be happy anywhere doing anything or being nowhere doing nothing. But as long as we're chasing things in order to get a feeling, then we're going to keep chasing because things don't deliver that feeling. Yep. Yep, that's certainly been my experience. Yeah. Yeah. So then, how do we want to contribute? What, what, is, it, what is it that really makes us happy? As Jen pointed out a little bit ago, you know, what... what what lights up your heart? What makes you feel really good? What makes you glad that you're alive? What makes you want to smile at people? That's what we want to pursue. <laughs> yes, it is. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you. Well, you, there she goes. She's on it. Thank you, Margaret. <laughs> thank you. Bye bye. Go show. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us, Margaret. And Sherry, I'm going to bring on the next caller in the interest of time here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. It's Catherine from St. Louis. Well, hello, Catherine. What's going on? Well, I I, uh, got in the queue... Um, because I was aware that I was identified with a process, uh, that mm. I'm identified with at least once every three or four days. And mm. I just wanted to talk about that. 
And mm-hmm. in, in the process of being in the queue, I was just able to step back from that somewhat. So I love queue practice, oh. so, so I'll say that. Um, the, the process is, they uh, can, I call it, why is life like this? And it's mm-hmm. ne- a negative question. You know, it's not, oh, why is life like this? So wonderful. You know, it's, why is mm-hmm. life, why is all this horrible stuff happening and all mm-hmm. the time? And why would God do this or life or that which animates, whatever? So that process is so compelling for me. And I, I get in it and I record and listen. And what happens is the mentor's response is almost always, remember your mantra, I don't know. It will remind me, we don't know. And mm-hmm. I can move out of it. And it's, I'm back in it. So is the, is the pull into that, is that the karmic thing that I've got? And I, wanna, I guess I want to drop that. And I'm finding it really challenging to drop it. Like if I hear, if I hear any bad news, if... Um, you know, well, let me let me let me let me ask you this. Let me take you in this direction, okay? Sure. So, one of the things that I'm fascinated by is that the United States of America is has produced the highest level of privilege in the entire history of humanity as we know it. Would you agree? Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. And. And has it made people happy, generous, kind, loving, compassionate, caring? Nope. I would not say so no. It shows, huh? Yeah, right. not so it shows. Yeah. And so what you're what you're getting pulled into is why can't we have more of the very same thing that has led us to where we are now? Why can't people just get what they want all the time? Why, why does bad stuff happen? Well, what is bad stuff? Bad stuff is, it, this is not what I want. <laughs> That's the definition of bad yeah. stuff, right? So mm-hmm. you and I, yeah. uh, we, we're each in business, right? We have, uh, we're in the same business, but we're not in business together, right? And right. so I, I mean, I certainly don't want my business to fail, but I certainly want yours to fail. Hmm. So, is a failed business a bad thing? Not as long as it's yours. Hmm. 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 Well, I sort of get a sense of where we're going, but not. Uh, hmm. I'll have to. Well, okay. you know, I mean, the mentor's right. We we don't know, although you know, a lot of very wise people have some suspicions about it. Uh, but you know we don't know, and if 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 we do, if somebody does know, it doesn't really help us that they know. It only helps us when we know. Okay. Right. Right. But one of the things that might be helpful for you is to explore it in the way that we are right now. So instead of just yeah, why do bad things happen? Well, define bad. What do you mean by bad? What do, What do you mean by bad? Yeah. Well, climate so, change. You know. Yeah, well, and climate change. So, you know, 
if if you're not traveling and I'm not traveling, we're probably the only two people on the planet not traveling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, climate change. Of course, we know we know what happens to the climate uh, when when with all of the travel that we do. We know what mm-hmm. happens with air conditioners. We know what happens with right, and yet mm-hmm. we all do it. We all do it, and then we all complain that it goes the way it goes. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, okay. what, what's, what will it take? Yeah. Well, what will I'd it be take able... for us to take responsibility? Well, I'd be able to look at this without getting deeper into despair is what I'm... Oh, well, if you get deeper into despair, then you just know you've fallen for identification and avoiding identification is not awareness practice okay so you 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 know you could be do the old dog with a bone okay this is the thing this is the thing you're going to look at and so you bring it up the first conversation well now what about this and what about that and what about this and what about that what about what about what about and you keep bringing it up until you get to the point where the unexamined stuff that ego is able to do to you just obviously doesn't hold water. Hmm. We've done it to ourselves. Somebody was on, I think, last week talking about the mistakes. You know, that, that it's a, we've made all these mistakes. We, they're not mistakes. People know full well what's going on and still make the same choices. That's not a mistake. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm, I'm back into despair, but... Okay, then, then explore despair. Okay. What, what, yeah. is, what does that mean? It, why despair? It is what it is. You're going to die. Okay. So what? Why despair? Okay. What, well, what's the percentage in despairing? What is the point in despairing? Because I'll tell you something, Catherine. With a great in, I, I would bet this. Okay, I don't know this, but I don't know anything. So, but I'll bet this: that a great deal of what people do to the planet is done to try to get out of despair. Mm-hmm. I'll go shopping. Let's go online. Let's order something. Mm-hmm. I'll go on a trip. I'll buy a mm-hmm. new whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to feel the way I feel. Right. Which is back to the, with Margaret, right? I, I, I don't know how to be happy. And so I'm going to try to escape unhappiness. And ego is right there to tell me how to do it. And everything it tells me only leads to more unhappiness. Order a pizza. Get a case of beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You with me? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got, you've got two assignments, right? One, find out what despair is and what the point is. Okay? Do, do that. Because then you don't have to be afraid of this thing called despair. You don't have to have any relationship with it at all as soon as you know what it is. And you can know what it is. It's not hard to know what it is. Okay, so that's, that's the first one. And then, once you sort that out, what is happiness? And once you find out what happiness is, 
then all of this stuff falls into place. Okay. Well, I, I, you think I can do this? I, I know you can now? if you want to. If you want to. Okay. That's always the key, if you want to. No, there, there, anyone can end suffering if they want to. The Buddha taught us it's step by step by step by step. But we have to want it and we have to take the steps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. You are so welcome. Keep in touch. It's my favorite topic, you know. Despair and happiness. Mm-hmm. Ending suffering. Ending That's suffering. The Buddha taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you. It's what the Buddha taught. It's what Jesus taught. It's what everybody. It's what Rumi was on about constantly. It's every. It's Mary Oliver. It's everybody that inspires us. That uh, it's it's the same conversation. Everyone is telling us how to do it. Okay. It's called directing the attention. Okay. Okay. All right. You got Thank it. you. Thank you, okay. Catherine. Uh-huh. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us, Catherine. And Sherry, I always end up at the same place in these conversations, and that is that if there's no self-hate there, to kill me, it's much easier to look at these kinds of questions. That's exactly right, Michael. That's exactly right. That's why we say awareness practice doesn't begin until the self-hate ends. So that's job one. Despair, self-hate, those are really close enough to be synonyms, right? Mm-hmm. So without that, without that, all of the answers are available to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are past the top of the hour, so I want to say thank you, Sherry, and thank you, everyone, for a fabulous exploration. It was great. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everyone. Go happy. Go happy. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>